Well, y'all, we are back for another episode of Who That Rise Up, Sports Talk with a Gay Twist. We are fresh off of Super Bowl week. Bitches are tired. <laughs> Ain't we tired? <laughs> Those old and fucking tired. <laughs> but that's all right. I got cocktail in hand, and I'm happy to be back. Uh, uh, you know, it's we had a little bit of a hiatus, but, you know, it's Mardi Gras season down with my sisters, and this bitch works too damn much, but... We here. We in here. <laughs> you know, man, I don't particularly like your tone when talking about my working ethic. I got, I like to spend my money. That's the problem. In order for I look, I saw something on Facebook today, y'all, that said, I love my job, but I just hate going to that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, that's real. That's real. But I got to talk about you, because you just told me before we started recording that, oh, I'm off tomorrow, and I'll be off for two weeks, because <laughs> it's my birthday. <laughs> And it's my problem. That's not a problem at all. Not at all. Not at all. I'm just saying. You know, I'm just. I so every year, my birthday normally falls around Mardi Gras, beginning of March. March Mardi Gras is March first this year. My birthday is February twenty second. I am a true to form Pisces. My sister can tell you. Um, my give a fuck level is down to zero. Life is just. (laughs) It is what it is. Uh. It is, it is. And I drink like a fish. So we'll just take it like that. Anyhow, um, it is is Mardi Gras season. Um, I ride in two parades. Um, So this is my, this is my vacation other than the ones I will be on for the rest of the year. Um, A bitch is good for a Thursday to Monday vacation, as we all know, uh, will be Mm -hmm. happening very soon. We are, we are very good for them. But um, I took off from the twenty. The 20th, I'm sorry. Yeah, the 19th of February until the 1st of 2nd, I'm sorry, of March. So this good young lady of the new millennium, honey, uh, mm-hmm. will not be at somebody's job at all. <laughs> I have no intentions, no desires. Ain't happening. I'm not that kind of girl. Okay. Well, I'm mad at I ain't either, bitch. I shake something. Let me tell you, you know... Gays, and we all say this, we all know very good and well that life is short. Um, mm-hmm. We've watched it in sports. We watched some of our greats fall. We've watched people that we know are close to us. Here today, gone tomorrow. Um, mm-hmm. Sidebars, I think about four years ago, I had my own brush with possibly leaving here. Uh, and for me, my best friend can tell you, I'm a bitch that... I do what I want when I want. I live life. But at that moment, I realized that certain things in this life are not worth stressing, cussing, or fussing, even though I like to act a fucking fool. And Mm -hmm. I made a promise to myself that, A, I was going back home, which was back to New Orleans, Louisiana, much to the the dismay of my best friend at the time. Little did she know a year later, she would be quite closer to me than what she started. (laughs) Right. Everything works out for a reason. That's the universe. Right. God said, nah, bitch, you ain't that you ain't gonna be that goddamn fault. Let's not do that. Um, but I made a promise to myself to to live. Um I'm 42, I look damn good, and we do, we both do, but I I think that that's why for me, I work hard, I play 12 times as harder. Um, my poor husband is like, babe, you going out again? I what else do I gotta do? <laughs> Like, I thank you for that. You know, preach today, preach today. <laughs> I think for us, and like I said, I Tessas, I've been with the bitch 
and we've been good Judy since the moment we laid eyes on each other. Um, and that's 10 years, this upcoming August, I think September, August. No, it'd be October, October. I'm sorry. 10 years is yeah. upcoming. To, and you know, who can say, especially with homosexuals and let's just be honest, gays, which we like to cuss and fight. We'll fall out with you. Cause you flipped my life with you. Looked at the wrong man. Who in the fuck knows these days? <laughs> You're right. Um, <laughs> I've been with this bitch on the phone for damn upwards of 10 years. And we have been everything. We have been the best of friends. She knows me in and out just like I know her. Um, and for us to do this show, it's part of that living life factor. It's we, we do what we want and we get to share it with you guys on a, a weekly basis. Um, and we listen to it. So for us um, and fuck it, it's Black History Month. So, you know. <laughs> we gonna do what we want um i hope you guys have been enjoying our 28 days even though every day to us is black history but our black athletes um that i've been sharing day to day on our page um but anyhow as i say it again not to just go over that but do what you want live how you want you get one ride you get one ride on this train you don't get to do it again um two tears in the bucket fuck it um Speaking of which, baby daddies this week have been <laughs> baby. Listen, my baby daddies this week. I don't know what the fuck is going on with them. I think they all need a hug. They, they do. Um, let me start with giving the one, the one person. I'm gonna start with number one, Kenny. I sent that to you earlier. Let me just yeah. say this: the Detroit Lions should feel like absolute and complete shit. <laughs> I mean, if they haven't already for the last two decades, I mean, last two generations, then. <laughs> the man y'all drafted to be the one <laughs> the one <laughs> went to LA one year and I mean I, I've seen it happen We Tom Brady I mean granted um, he's had stars but it's not like Matthew Stafford and for those of you that know I'm referring to LA Rams quarterback Matthew Stafford um, who for the first this is his 13th year in the league yes um, Went to L.A. and got a Super Bowl ring. Hey. So, I'd like to point out that, <laughs> and I, you know, and I, I don't usually do this, but I am going to revel in this moment because you know, and I should have put some money down this because uh, for our for our our regular listeners, you'll recall that the uh, the L.A. Rams were my pick for the Super Bowl. At you really the did us there. Mm-hmm. Because I because I, I I knew that they were a quarterback away. And I've seen Matthew Stafford come into particularly Atlanta and rip the souls out of the Falcons in the fourth quarter drive. I was actually very similar to what happened in the Super Bowl. And so when it came down to that last drive, I was like, I've seen him do this. I know what's about to happen right now. And that was what uh, Sean McVay recognized immediately when they saw the opportunity to bring him in. Mm-hmm. And so I, I give, I, like, I've got to say, I'm sure him and his wife had some good sex that night because talk about a person who's, who, whose legacy swing from one extreme to the other so fast, you know, like, like he's going to be regarded in a completely different light after spending years of obscurity 
in Detroit. Because reality is the situation is most people didn't know how talented he was because you never saw him on TV because who the fuck wants to watch it? the Lions? The Lions. Who? That part. <laughs> right. <laughs> who wants to watch the fucking Detroit Lions? Right. Like, they, 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 they never put them on Thursday Night Football. They don't put them on Monday Night Football. And unless they're particularly in your market, like, nobody's going out of their way to watch them. And so most people just really weren't familiar with, with how talented he was. But I That part. Mm-hmm. So I think that, A, he deserves his flowers. Um, it was time. It definitely was, I like I said, L.A., you had your moment. It was the, it was one of your culminating moments. Now, I can't say that, you know, you got the dog walked because you didn't. Mm-hmm. The Bengals gave you some some moments. Um, but I, I really am happy for Matthew Stafford. Um, if this is may if this is his one and only, I am I am very happy for him. Um, he deserved it. Uh, we'll talk more about the Rams later and their culmination of players that have had their list of struggles. And more importantly, one of my all-time favorites is Andrew Withworth, who is a Louisiana boy through and through. And finally, after, was the oldest player to play in the Super Bowl. He is 45. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he already went to retirement, too. Huh? I think he already announced Yeah, that's time. Look, bitch, yeah. 45, I got a national championship. I got three high school championships. And now I'm a Super Bowl champion. Fuck y'all, I'm out. Right. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the Hall of Fame. When is going? I'm going to do, but fuck y'all. I'm out. I'm going to rub my belly and drink beer with Ben. Fuck it. <laughs> At this point. I know that's right. You know, I talk shit about Ben Roethlisberger, but he does seem like he'd be fun to have a beer with. Right? He would talk that shit and, and just <laughs> run with it. He so seems like one of those straight boys that gets drunk and he gets real handsy. Yeah, he want to touch on my ass and carry on? Yeah, that's right. And I'm going to let him. <laughs> So then I'm going to lean over and go, girl, Ben, rub my ass, honey. <laughs> girl, you know what that means, bitch. <laughs> I'm that kind of friend. I feel like, well, you better get it while you still got some money. <laughs> right? Girl, I'm going to go over to the steel, the steel lantern, honey. Bitch, what is the steel lantern? You know that ball Ben opened up the other day, honey. Girl, we're going to drink for free all night long, bitch. It's all. <laughs> What if look? Then what if Bill wants a Ben wants some? I well just got to take one for the team, bitch. This ain't this okay. ain't no high team. Calm down. Listen, won't be the first, won't be the last. Right. <laughs> he, look, he pudgy, bitch. He ain't gonna want to do. He ain't gonna do no extracurricular shit, bitch. He just wanna want to do it. Fuck. Anyhow, <laughs> he is out of shape, so it ain't like you. <laughs> right, you ain't like you getting ready to do no Cirque du Soleil type shit, girl. Calm down. <laughs> Calm down, bitch. Go, go in that room and close the door. See you in 20 minutes, bitch. I'm going to tend to the bar. Look, have my drink ready. When <laughs> right. I'm going to tend to this bar, bitch. You go in there and come, I come bring back your mama something. Honey. Anyhow. <laughs> yeah, he does look like a good time. Speaking of good times. <laughs> Lord, have mercy, Jesus. Uh, my God. So, speaking of good times, I would... Uh, this woman here. Oh, I, I, I just, I've been waiting on this one. Sure. This woman here. <laughs> our reigning and will probably be reigning till the day she does something else, retires. And when I'm retired, I'm sure she's going to still reign because the bitch going to have something to talk about. Until she's knocked off the throne, 
Because yeah. <laughs> well, if so, y'all haven't figured it out, yeah, y'all should. Y'all should know who we talk yeah, about. Yeah, y'all should know who the fuck we talk about. It ain't, it ain't no secret. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about the good grade, and now she got a good grain of hair, honey. That bitch <laughs> touching her shoulders. <laughs> I, girl, I say, well, all right, sis, I see you. So I don't know if y'all have seen it. Before I get into a few things about her, she was seen at a party recently. And she okay. was doing the, she was dancing to a rap song. And I watched this video a few times, y'all. Okay. I watched it. I said, that can't be Aaron. <laughs> that can't be Aaron. Needs to dance and dancing like she dancing. Okay, so it's fine. Baby. When she turned that head and I saw that beard and that head down there, I said, yep, that's her. <laughs> she had threw her hands up and she was doing that two-step that the men do when they really can't dance, but they on beat. <laughs> and then, ladies and gentlemen, today was announced that she is no longer engaged and she no longer has a girlfriend. I said, well, children. Shit then went left. <laughs> Look at this. Look at my John Wick. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, God. Well, listen, you know, so it's like, I, you know, it, Aaron Rodgers is still my reigning queen of shade. And I cannot wait for the shade to drop on this because I know it's coming. So I'm sitting back with a big ass bag of uh, popcorn. But you don't say you're homosexual. Watch, he just need to go ahead and come out because I told, I think we called it because I wasn't at the last episode. No, maybe it was the episode or two ago when that bitch put his full feet in that, in that camera and I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you, somebody been playing with your feet, huh, huh sis? I get you. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. Uh, you know what you're doing. You know, yeah, yeah, like, okay, like, this is for the, this is for the gays because they know exactly what I'm talking about with these Instagram thirst traps, who, uh -huh. um, who, who, who will always they'll have some kind of seemingly like you know wholesome picture, but randomly had to have their manicured feet like position in it. You know what you know damn well what's up, like, <laughs> you know, what's up. girl. And now you're growing out this mane and you got the nerve to be slicking. I'm telling you, listen, go ahead and she come out. She got that good Crisco in her head, but she is shining <laughs> like a diamond, honey. She stay season over, too. What's up? And they, you single? And, right? <laughs> Girl, she look, she dark and lovely, honey, for real. <laughs> got that good wet and wavy. <laughs> but she is dark and lovely for real, bitch. I'll keep fucking with Aranisha, honey. That woman say she plays no games. She's not playing with you, honey. <laughs> She is getting information. She does not care. She got look. She said it's the off season. I don't need no cuffs on me. I need that bitch with me. He <laughs> said, I'm about to discount double check my ass. <laughs> right. <laughs> he about to double tap that hole for real. I said, Well, girl, I don't know what what's better. <laughs> she is showing the world how to live life. Let me just say, I listen. When I don't get, he look, don't he look like he get waxed? <laughs> he does. He probably do. <laughs> he, he like that kind that go sit in the middle of the desert and just get butt ass naked and just sit there and get high as a kite <laughs> right. for no reason, just because today is Monday. <laughs> Fuck it. That's what I'm gonna do. 
<laughs> and he got money, so he probably got a private beach somewhere where he just right. got out there butt naked at you know at dusk, like <laughs> like smoking oh, a blunt. <laughs> right. He from Oregon, bitch. He go sit out in his backyard. <laughs> Push a button, the fence go down, and he watches the sunset over the mountains <laughs> as a deer as a deer passes by. How's a kite butt ass naked? Right. Sitting in no the No shade. Right. No shade, bitch. If I was there, I go sit with him. I'ma go, I'ma go outside because I'm nosy. <laughs> <laughs> See if Aaron wanna hold a hand or two or six. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck. I'm just saying I'm trying to help a bitch out. Um now you won't talk about a good time. That woman right there, honey. <laughs> the zero fucks that they have given that Aaron Rodgers has given since the season ended. <laughs> oh, bitch. Uh, he's been doing this, but he like, you know, he's he's been on a fuck all y'all tour all, like this entire year. Oh, the and queen has amped it up, honey. She is not playing with you hoes. You hoes are doing too many love. You hoes are doing too many stunts and shows. <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, if you've been paying attention, you know, the Packers have been like rolling out their undying love for him. Like, I mean, they trying yeah, to love us so much. They are down on bended knee trying to get that bitch to stay in Green Bay. And he is like, oh, hey. <laughs> look, he, they, look. He loved, they love him so much. I said, oh, now y'all want to love her ragged ass. When right. she was, now y'all want to be nice and shit. Y'all better leave that woman alone. Okay. She love, she is not in the mood. She is not oh. in the mood. <laughs> What's the over under? Take- He's actually stepped foot back in Green Bay since the football, since the Super Bowl. Right. He is not taking no phone calls. He's not right. doing none of that. Man, look, he's not doing all that menagerie fuckery. She ain't having it. Look, she ain't having it. Don't call me. Look, it's not me. It's you. It's, it's definitely you. <laughs> they say, well, Aaron, they're going to, Aaron will remain in Green Bay. I say, I don't know what y'all looking at. I really don't. I really don't. I, I like, I don't like, y'all they ain't gonna give him right the now. best extension ever. I say, uh-huh, all right. Y'all ain't figured out that man don't give a fuck. Like, he could, <laughs> we're going to give you 60 million a year. Fuck you too. Oh, no. <laughs> He is not studying any of them, and uh, it's it's so funny to me to watch him say that too. Like, like that man on I don't give a fuck level zero to zero. No, he about to take his ass to Denver. He's gonna be a Bronco. He's gonna be up in the Rocky Mountains. The, the, the you know the first the, the first state to legalize uh, marijuana. So you know, uh-huh. like <laughs> he's gonna be sitting up in Red Rocks. Red eyed like a motherfucker. Just, <laughs> just, just he gonna be as high as fucking Snoop was at the high half style half post Super Bowl performance. <laughs> he probably called Snoop and said, "Dog, let me get some of that shit you got." Right. Let me get that good. Let me get that good California like Long Beach. <laughs> Y'all think it's a game? Snoop, listen, Aaron, Aaron, say fuck that bullshit. Um, <laughs> listen, what we doing? Right. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, y'all, y'all, y'all think, y'all think Aranisha got, y'all think Aranisha going back to what, what uh, Muslim little right. people Green Bay? I doubt it. Seriously. So, so I, I commend her. Amen to Jesus. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, so my third baby daddy, and let me just say this: many um think that he's good. Um, borderline almost decent, great. 
I'm going to say not so much. And this, so as we all know, let me preface this by saying this. The NBA trade deadline went down, and this was the talk of days, weeks, weeks and weeks and weeks. To the point to where the man that I probably despise, and really quickly, y'all, after the week before last episode, I think I've had like five or six people ask me, what is my disdain for James Harden? Because you really don't like him. <laughs> I want to be dreadfully honest to y'all. I haven't quite figured it out, except that motherfucker is a waste of oxygen and space in playoff season. That's all I got, actually. I don't really, I don't know the man. I don't, I've only seen him play basketball. And sometimes when I watch him play, it just looks like a sloth running to me. But I'm just, go figure. Um, and I wish, anyhow. And that drop step is, well, we'll talk about him later, but. Right. Anyway. <laughs> so, as y'all all know, this week was the trade deadline, so forth and so on. But the Philadelphia Sixers and the Brooklyn Nets decided that they were going to trade star one and star two. Star one being James Harden because apparently he was unhappy in Brooklyn. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to ask, and boys and gays, I'm going to ask this one question. How in the fuck are you unhappy in the place you asked to go to? I have an answer for that, but you know, we like we let's get into that when we when we when we talk about him. Right. But I do have I do have an answer. So then they traded for the Philadelphia Sixers gruntled star and said basketball player, because let me be realistic, I don't think he's great at all. And for fan question, Marvin, I'm sorry. I I just don't think Ben Simmons is a good basketball player. Well, this question. Marvin asked us, Where do y'all think that this was a good trade? And I'm going to say, eh. <clears throat> hmm. eh. Because guess what? You will see neither one of them on the court for at the very least two weeks. Uh, okay. I think it was a I think it was the best possible outcome. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think, because I don't think that ever had the potential to be a good trade because the dynamics are very weird. And I'll keep it to Ben Simmons right now since we're discussing him um, because he brings up a larger issue that I actually find very interesting. Um, because I. I I disagree with you in the sense that I do think that he is a great player. The problem is... Oh, you talking about Ben Simmons? No, no, I'm talking about Ben Simmons. Because I'm talking about ben Simmons. I do think that he's a great player. However, Come I also don't know if I believe him quite yet. Because while I understand, and I am extremely sensitive to mental health and mental health Absolutely. issues, you know, we've all, we've talked very candidly about uh, the importance of therapy and mental health on this show. Right. However, it, it strikes me that he's starting to use the mental health discussion as an excuse for frankly, immature behavior. And I'm having trouble finding the line of where I, uh, of where uh, where to draw the line and, and what, what how far I believe them. And <clears throat> to give you to give you because you know that they've been talking about his 
pre-draft scouting report on Ben Simmons that has essentially seems to be eerily true and extremely accurate. And I'll read it for you. And it says, Simmons, Simmons' lack of competitiveness in crucial games has raised questions about his character. Those who know him best say he needs things to revolve around him and off the court, and that's and that he's often been close, close-minded to coaching and in, or instruction. That doesn't strike me as a mental health issue. That strikes me as an entitled bratty, not a bit of a, a narcissist. Yep. And that within itself is particularly what we've we've seen. And the fact of the matter is that as talented and, and gifted as he is, the the rumor mill has made it very clear that he's just been frankly unconcerned with working on his 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 jump shot and his perimeter and his perimeter shooting. And that's obviously been the biggest knock on him throughout his career thus far. What I do think is real is I've personally never seen a professional basketball player get into a crucial fourth quarter situation where you have to be set because you're literally afraid to shoot the ball. That's bizarre. That's weird. And I don't know what to make of that because that does strike me as an anxiety-ridden mental health concern. But on the same vein, he does he does strike me as unconcerned. And it also doesn't appear that he's really put effort into working on the shortcomings of his game, which is his job. Um, <clears throat> so, so I don't, you know, I don't know. I, we know who he is. And so I don't know what to expect from it. Now, the only... The caveat being is that in in Brooklyn, you don't need him to shoot to, to shoot in the fourth quarter because they got Kevin Durant. Um, Kevin Durant can play on the wing. He, he doesn't have they don't have a big to clog up the lane, and so it's open. And that's what he does best is cave defenses, and he's a ball distributor. So it may work out, but in the same vein, I don't trust him. At all. <clears throat> not However, with the ball. No, not at all. However, if, if you're looking at the situation objectively, it's you just, they basically just did made the best out of, uh, out of an already bad situation because James Harden didn't want to be there. And as we've seen his exit from the Houston Rockets, if he doesn't want to be there. He's going to play like it. Um, so at the very least, I think it is an upgrade for the Nets, but in the same vein, you still can't trust him. But at least you have a player that seemingly wants to be there. And that's a very tentative, like, at least. I mean, that's like me looking for the silver lining. Okay. And you know what? I think that is the best fair assessment one can give. Mm-hmm. Um, because even seeing him on the sidelines in Brooklyn, he was smiling, he was happy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we shall see. I just don't you know what I would love to see, honestly, like selfishly, just because it would make for interesting 
content and just be, you know, funny to see. <clears throat> I hope that Ben Simmons, like, summons some big dick energy from somewhere. And he goes back into Philadelphia and is like, I'm about to fuck y'all up and make you eat it. Mm-hmm. That's what I would love to see. <laughs> I would love to see that I would love to see that high yellow man walk up in there and just go off. <laughs> and go ham. Just go ham. Just go completely off and then walk off the court at the end of the game with both finger middle fingers up. Like that yep. would make me extremely happy. That's what I like. That would make me extremely happy. <laughs> Kiss my ass, honey. Right. Like, <laughs> like fuck I y'all. I won't agree with you there. Fuck y'all. Fuck the Eagles. Fuck the Phillies. Fuck the Flyers. Like, fuck y'all. <laughs> fuck everybody. <laughs> fuck, fuck them cheesesteaks. Fuck them. <laughs> And you know that's going to be a, a most watched game because I think they still have two times when they have to play each other. You hear me? I think, I think they'll see each other in the playoffs too. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so we'll talk more about that in a second. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and gays, the NFL season is officially over. What a long 17 weeks and what a very interesting playoffs. Don't you agree? Oh, it's been an interesting season just generally. Yeah, I'll take that back. It has been. We crowned a champion. The Los Angeles Rams in true L.A. fashion, in L.A., amongst the stars, the night, and even Dwayne The Rock Johnson. (laughs) Which I thought was random and weird, to be honest with you. Random as fuck. Um, I said, do we need this? Like, but let me just say this. The country girl who sang the national anthem floored it. Clear tens across the board. You made me clear. You made me even listen to it twice. (laughs) Period. Cleared it. I was like, all right, bitch, you better sing like you said, stand on top of Nashville. Right, right. I know even Whitney was in heaven going, all right, bitch, I see you. I see you, girl. I see you. Okay. I see you. Um, so, with that, um, first of all, big ups to the LA Rams. Um, it was, it was your floor, your stage. You delivered. Um, it was a little touch and go for a second because, and let's not let's not take away from the fact of the Cincinnati Bengals and their worst to first almost story. Um. They have a star. Um, His name is Joe Burrow. We all know that. Uh, It's going to be uh, like their coach said, and like even everyone from Stephen A. Smith to Colin Cowherd and Booger McFarlane and Marcus Spears, they have to build his offensive line. Else he's not going to, or else he's not going to last long. Oh yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. That is their primary goal this year. You have to build that offensive line of Joe Burrow was sacked eight times in the Super Bowl. The most in modern day Super Bowl history. Nine times in the in the in the, uh, the AFC championship before that. Right. You cannot do that and win a Super Bowl. 
your defense held you in and had your offensive line giving you a few more time and a few extra plays, I do believe in my heart of hearts that we may have had a different Super Bowl champion. Well, I mean, but that's, I mean, that's a part of it. That's a big if. And oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, the nuance to that is you could tell that the Bengals game plan fully came in accepting the fact that they knew they were not going to be able to throw the ball down the field. They got that right. one gift. They got that one gift, their 50-yard touchdown to Higgins, which oh, yeah. was clearly <laughs> a misread. <laughs> clearly they got away with one there. Like, it was a yeah. gift. That's the only reason why that happened. Other than that, like, their thing is getting the ball down the field to Jamar Chase and their weapons, and they knew that they were not going to be able to do a five-step drop and uh -huh. have time to get the ball down the field, and they played accordingly. That's why, if you notice, every time they got in the red zone, it was trick plays. They were doing halfback pass. They were doing, you know, the, the like, gimmicky plays because they knew they can't just drop back, you know, have him sit in the pocket and deliver the ball, not against their offensive line, especially after getting mauled by a lesser one the week before. And that affected their entire their entire game plan from from the beginning. Correct. I think even like I said, they humbled Jamar Chase. Not so much humbled, but it wasn't that it wasn't the Joe Burrow and Jamar. They tried several times, um, but um, their defense. Let me say this to the Cincinnati Bengals defense: If you guys have any sense, any any inkling of any money don't do not and i mean do not give it to eli apple oh um, nope 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 are you nope. are you in that bandwagon because y'all like y'all do not like him <laughs> that motherfucker is garbage <laughs> trash sorry I'm going to put it in the terms of Michael Thomas, who we know, Mike and Eli Apple was our cornerback for several years. Eli will Eli. Yes. <laughs> That's the Michael tweeted it out. Cam Jordan retweeted it. Eli will Eli. Eli got beat on several occasions. Several. Cooper Cup wore that ass out. Cooper Cup is an outstanding receiver. We all know. But they I gave her. Huh? I, I don't I don't know. I think that he honestly did the best he could under the circumstances, to be honest with you. I mean, yeah, he got yeah, he got toasted. Very true. But it was in, it was also in situations where they knew they were gonna pass the ball. It's just, I mean, <laughs> even uh, did you catch like uh um um, they were mic'd up during the game. And he literally said, he said, yeah, that was the best no-look pass I've thrown all season. Like, that's how coordinated and on, you know, on schedule they were. They literally are, they have plays where it's just like, it's just indefensible. And that's just how the rules of the game are these days. You can't touch them down the field. Um and it's just it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, what are you going to do? Like, especially like on that fourth quarter drive, like, you know that you're, he's going to throw the ball. You knew Odell Beckham Jr. was hurt and he was out of the game. You knew he was trying to get the ball to uh, uh, to uh, Cooper Cup and he still couldn't do anything about it. Like, that's. 
I, I, I kind of give that to the scheming of, of, of Sean McVay's offense and also, I mean, the incredible route running of Cooper Cup. I think people just don't like Eli because he seems to be a bit of an asshole. <laughs> no, he's more than an asshole. He's sorry. I'm not going to sugarcoat that. I'm not going to stay away from it. Okay. Pimping is sorry. Garbage. Okay. Anyhow, um, but big ups to the Cincinnati Bengals. Like I said again, you guys kept that game close. If Joe, I do believe if Joe Burrow possibly could have made that fourth and I think it was like fourth and six or some shit like that. Um, you still may have had a decent damn near chance. Um, I would hear Donald in his face. David, listen, let me tell you something. And I'm going to repeat the same exact words that Marcus Spears and Stephen A. Smith said. What did the Rams win mean to the L.A. Rams? It was for the Eric Weddles that came out of retirement. Mm-hmm. The Aaron, the Whitworth, uh, who's been in the league since forever in a day. Um, the OBJs who spent time in New York on several losing seasons and several more in Cleveland through the ups and the downs and mm-hmm. then got hurt doing the Super Bowl on a national stage. For the Matthew Staffords, for those folks that have been through trials and fucking tribulations through their teams. To the fire. <laughs> yeah, come on, Shaka. Um, <laughs> it was for those boys that now if the Aaron Donald who has been through it all for those boys that can do this and go home now, Super Bowl champions, Eric Weddle can go home and now finish coaching his son's football team. It Aaron with can go home and now sit down and do fucking nothing for a few years. Matthew Stafford will be back next year. We all know that. Uh, and if he continues again next year, I mean, uh, granted, absolutely. It's Absolutely. a packed, 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 packed. I mean, well, I mean, they'll have a they'll have a much easier route in the NFC. Mm-hmm. The, the AFC is going to be a goddamn gauntlet. Yeah, because the boys are getting better and better. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that's who that's for to what L, what the Super Bowl meant to those Rams, and that's why I'm not upset. I wasn't going to be upset regardless of who won because you had two teams, in my opinion, even though I don't like the Rams for what they did with, to the Saints for years, I'm still a tad bit better. Just a tad. So. <laughs> the boys on that team, they deserve that moment. Um, Joe Burrow and them, a year or two off, because I still think they're going to compete with Kansas City, bust Kansas City in their face a few times. That's not going to – that you know, the AFC is going to be that gauntlet. Um, I mean, we – like, uh, it's – it's it, – you got – and also, I mean, just it, just taking into account the uh, – because, I mean, you can't forget about, of course, Kansas City is still – has to be a consideration. You still got to deal with Buffalo and Josh Allen. Um, yeah, my baby Lumberjack, honey. You know, you – yeah. Yeah, right. You can't, you cannot forget about the LA Chargers. Like, there's the competition is going to be there. Like, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's it's not going anywhere. Um, so who's to know? But I will say, like, like I, I agree with you. It, they definitely seem to have the makings. They got something cooking, and I think it was going to be incumbent. We'll see if they make smart moves. 
we'll see if they decide to go all in because you know their leadership is famously known for being cheap. Uh, um, like you know, they're the only in, in, in the NFL team that doesn't have an inside practice facility. In the Bengals, yeah, the Bengals, yeah, they're, they're the only only ones that don't have an inside practice facility in Cincinnati. Do you know how pissed I would be? I'm playing in that fucking cold air. Do you know they should have built one hand over fifth at this time, but maybe now. <laughs> but maybe now they will. Who in the fuck knows? Well, they ain't broke ground on nothing yet, but you maybe they'll go out and spend some money. Look, right. look sis, they ain't shifted no dirt nowhere and putting no ribbon out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You know, maybe they, but they, you know, if they go spend some money, try, you know, try to try to put together an offensive line, like you know, like beef up their running game to kind of take some pressure off of Joe Burrow. Then absolutely, you know. But they definitely have. It definitely seems like I will say I give up to Joe Burrow for changing the entire culture of an organization. Mm-hmm. I feel like he deserves a, a, a moniker, a nickname, because you know, like I feel like I feel like if Pat Riley is Swag Daddy. Then Joe Burrow, right, right. honey, because that black and silver leopard suit that whole had, I said, well, goddamn. <laughs> and my stupid ass, I saw the girlfriend when she was sitting next to mom. I said, that bitch. Right. <laughs> Who the fuck is she walking but around, it, my man? Uh, it hasn't, it hasn't came to me yet, but I like, but, but we got to give him, we got to give him a moniker too. <laughs> I was like, look, that bitch. Um, right. <laughs> but they did well. They did. So I look forward to both of them being back in the playoffs next year. Yeah. Doing, I do. I'm not going to take anything from them on that. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, you know, I, I think we're going to see more of them. There's definitely more more of them to come. I don't see, I think that the, um, um, I think that I think that the Rams are still going to be a contender next year. I mean, their division's not going to get any easier, um, especially if Trey Lance happens to evolve into something that a lot of people think that he he is capable of. Mm-hmm. And you know, even though um, kind of a tangent, but what what the hell's going on in Arizona with Kyler Murray? That was my next topic of conversation. Okay, so as many of you know. Let's just drive on in. Okay. As many of you know, Kyler Murray last week, was it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Decided to delete all Arizona stuff from his page. The Cardinals, anything dealing with Arizona, his pictures as a Cardinal, practice gear, phone cover, sticker. <laughs> she said she has had enough. Did you say phone cover? Uh-huh, bitch, I'm just saying. <laughs> Got to get a gaze of reference, honey. Phone cover. Okay. Uh, <laughs> get a gaze of reference. Uh, and the Cardinals did the same, apparently. So there's been a strange relationship in Arizona. Um, not too much sure as to why. Some blamed it on college immaturity, which... You know, but here's my here's my thing. The boy is 22 years old. Right. What do y'all want him to do? Exactly. That is my whole point. He is 22. He got mad. Fuck his Instagram. It's social media. We live in a world of it. He deleted y'all off it. 
Then he posted recently saying that he is a professional, you know, but certain things in the organization he's not he's not he's not happy with, blah, 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 blah. Arizona, I have a question for you. Who in the fuck else you got? Well, here's the thing though. The the, the interesting thing is that, and this is kind of a this is kind of a boom to Arizona, which leads me to believe they're a pretty well run organization. We don't know what the fuck the problem is. Right. Like, nobody knows what he's talking about. All we know is Colin mad, him mad. Like, does he want to, is he, does he want, does he want to get his money now? That's what, that's what a lot of speculation is, that he wants his extension. He wants his big second contract now, which, you know, I get, but he's going to put himself in that precarious situation that, all quarterbacks, all talented quarterbacks have to make. If you take the money, especially you do it early before you have a contending team, they can't build elite weapons around you because they have to pay you. So it's one of those situations. It's like, I get you, get yours, but also, you know, be careful what you wish for, because what that means is that, they're going to expect you to carry the load at that point since you took the money. Mm-hmm. And I've seen some quarterbacks pull it off. I've seen others that haven't. Very good example, Joe Flacco took that money and tanked. He has been a backup ever since. <laughs> like, Didn't he like gain somebody to bench walk? Right. I suspect that's what we're seeing happen in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's, you know, it's certainly what happened to the Atlanta Falcons. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I, but that's, but that's all, again, this is all speculation, but what else could it be? They, at one point during the season, we were saying they were the best team in the league. Girl, how, hello. After that bye week, bitch, they went down like a flushing toilet. Right. <laughs> And then moreover, like, you know, Kyler, like the, the catch 22 is a big part of Kyler's success is his ability to get out the pocket and make plays with his legs. However, he's little. Uh-huh. And he hasn't shown that he can be trusted to stay healthy throughout a whole season. And the catch 22 is at this point, you need him to run the ball. So, you know, I can't blame the Cardinals for one to experiment a little further before they make that kind of investment. Look, they want to see more of the cow before see what kind of milk it produces before they go to purchase it, purchase it some more. I get it. Right. Right. I mean, and that's why I said, but also once again, children, he's 22. Arizona's all the, the fans of Arizona I've noticed on his page and on different things that I've seen him post on everyone's commenting that, you know, he Arizona gave him his career and da, da, da. All I say to y'all is this, when you are 22 and having that much pressure on you to lead a franchise that has not had, and granted Joe Burrow has did it, but Joe, everybody's mindset is different. Y'all remember correctly. Kyler didn't really want to play in the NFL. Well, he had options. Right. Well, well, yeah, he had, he wanted to play back all of that shit. So, but the pressure of being a a star NFL quarterback is a lot on someone. So every now and then to lash out, why the fuck not? 
I mean, they're going to do what they need to do to keep him. But to those fans talking about Arizona gave you blah, 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 whatever, y'all can kiss my ass. Like, the Cardinals organization didn't give that man shit. They begged him to come there. He earned it because he's talented. I hate that mentality when they act like, oh, well, they gave you blah, blah, blah. They didn't give him a fucking thing. He could have went and played baseball and made a lot more money a lot easier. So mm-hmm. do not trip. Don't trip. Don't do too much of that. <laughs> could like, be gone. Because listen, there's an Atlanta Falcons team that's got their arms wide open. Be like, come on, baby. <laughs> come on. Don't we don't y'all need us? Don't y'all need them? Shit. Listen, listen, there's a there's there's a New Orleans Saints team that's out listen. there with open arms. <laughs> listen. You know, Sean Payton's air Sean Payton's air parents been she, she's been she's been real she's been itching for some fucking body. Yes, and they're the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Let me go down the line. There's a Pittsburgh Steelers. There's the Indianapolis Colts. There is plenty of okay. people out there with open arms. So you better play, keep it cute. <laughs> like the like the old like the old black woman say in church, hold my meal, bitch. You better stay stay fast. <laughs> you better stay stay fast, children. Sit down. Hold your look. Okay. Hold your meal. Okay. Sit the fuck down somewhere. Because if y'all you ship him off and see him do better, y'all gonna be mad as the fuck. Okay, y'all better sing this man praise. Look, you see, you see how saucy Detroit's looking today. Uh, listen, <laughs> I'd be good. If my name was Jared Goff. Okay, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Now, that's 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 dark. I'm not gonna say that. That's a bad joke. But like, <laughs> in other news, he can't um, be feeling too good about himself these days. But go ahead. No, in other news. <laughs> Anthony Davis just went down again um, and walking off the court injured in L.A. Hmm. Shocker. Hmm. Mm. Oh, All right. Lord. Right. Before I divert back to the NFL, I'm just going to say this. And it's been the talk of ESPN this morning. And I don't know if it's going to happen, but should the Lakers just blow this bitch up and move on? They are one game out of missing the entire playoffs. Um, LeBron said the best in his best shaded moment. Is my team good? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. They aren't. No. They really, really They aren't. Um, AD scored 18 points. He was in the midst of a good game tonight, but he 18 points. Um, but AD... And like Stephen A. Smith, and like I said, I don't agree with half the shit that that man says ever in life um, sometimes. But what I will say is he said something. He said the best hope for L.A. is no, don't get rid of him. Just pray he makes it 60 or some odd games because he's not going to make a, ever make a full 81 ever again. Um, no, OK, that's where that's where I know this falls in line. I, this is where I totally disagree. They need to blow this bitch up. They are old. Mm hmm. And and they don't have they don't have depth and and the only person on their team, Anthony Davis, who is in his quote unquote prime, is so completely injury prone that he might as well be one of the old guys. And then you throw in the fact that I told them I need to write a letter. You know what? I can make this a thing. Kenny told you so. Kenny told you so because at the beginning that's gonna be a new season, part in the podcast, bitch. Kenny right. told you so. Kenny told you so, bitch. I told y'all the second that we heard that Russell Westbrook was going to Lakers, I told y'all that is not gonna work. That is not gonna work. He does not fit what they do. 
He is getting old. He can't shoot. What you need is shooters. What you need is some young perimeter defenders. And uh, uh, But no, no. You want to go and get geriatric and look at what the Russell Westbrook used to do, I don't know, eight, ten years ago. But the fact of the matter is his game was predicated on the fact that he was most often, if not all the time, the most athletic, gifted player on the court. Mm-hmm. He is not that anymore because he's getting old, but he's still fearless and throwing up threes like he, like he, like he's good at it. Wasn't that was that game that the, that the, that the crowd started <laughs> the Lakers yeah, right. fans started <laughs> chanting, "Don't shoot! Don't shoot! <laughs> Don't shoot!" <laughs> oh, they got the nerve to be mad when you get benched in the fourth quarter, but it's like you can't be trusted. You you dissolve in fourth quarters into a reckless, like very fanciful hot mess. And, 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 and it's, and, and then on top of that, they paid him, they paid him like uh, all their money is tied up in LeBron, AD and Russell Westbrook. So you got LeBron who's played a phenomenal and ridiculous season, which is overshadowed by the fact that the rest of his team is just completely underperformed, you know, Anthony Davis, who can Right. And Anthony oh, okay. Davis, who cannot, who cannot, who cannot stay healthy to save his life. And that's just who he is. And that's just who he's going to be. Um, it, 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 I'm sorry for him. It's unfortunate, but it, it just, it just is what it is. Like, you're just going to have to make peace with that. And then Russell Westbrook, who, uh, let, let's just, let's just be honest. It hasn't worked out anywhere that he's gone. He's just not going to be that guy. Right. So the only hope that they had, because the trade deadline has come and gone, was mm-hmm. to move was to move Russell Rusbrook and try to bring in some young blood. They said they asked LeBron and LeBron said no. No, that's the I I, I think that is I, I, I think that was absolute bullshit. I think what actually happened is they asked around the league and the league said no, we don't want him. Who wants Russell yeah. Westbrook now? They Who saw the problems him? in the league. They saw right. it. Who wants him? And if it, and if he didn't, and, and it might have been a different story had he not, if he didn't come with such a big contract. But who wants to take that kind of cap hit? Put yourself in the luxury tax for a player that you think what he's going to do, especially when he gets in the playoffs in the fourth quarter. No. I'm good. Y'all keep them. And that's exactly what it is. They, they, they got, they didn't choose to keep Russell Russ, but they got stuck with them. Yeah. And watching him, even watching him tonight, cause I have the game on in front of me while I, while I do this, I'm just like, y'all, who are the rest of these motherfuckers running around the court? Exactly. You know how, you know how you, you know how you have like, this, uh, this, 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 his irrational, like, uh, dis- disgust of James Harden. That's how I am with Russell Westbrook. And that's how I've been with him for a while. They keep calling him a fashion icon. I don't know why. <laughs> they had him, he had a Hennessy commercial where he's creating his fashion through Black History Month. I said, why? Okay. why? He, dresses like a, he dresses like a 70-year-old alternative rocker from 1990. <laughs> <laughs> the mid, mid-life crisis. 
I'm just saying. I- <laughs> You've had a hard knock life, and I'm not understanding why. Right, wearing culottes and tie-dye cutoffs and shit like that. Get out of here, fat and I caught my ass. Like, <laughs> fat and I caught my ass. Damn. I'm sorry. No, I get it. I'm with you, bitch. I, listen, I understand. <laughs> that bitch said fat and I caught my ass. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just, I just saw them, and I'm like, who? The Lakers just look slow and look like, oh. And then AD just went down. So, um, oh, what I say when you asked me at the beginning of the season, you said you said you asked me about the Lakers, oh, the Warriors. You the Warriors are scary. The Lakers are old, and Kyrie is, is crazy. And Not much has changed. I, <laughs> tell me if anything I said has changed. <laughs> None of that's a lie, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Look, none of that has changed, ladies and gentlemen. Just thought I would share that with everyone. <laughs> Kyrie's still crazy as shit. He's still a part-time basketball player. Right. The Lakers are bitch, they older than old. Um old. Yeah, girl, I, I'm with you. I am with you. Well, really quickly, let me revert back to football for just one second. I do want to give big ups to Lovey Smith, who has earned a head coaching job in Houston, um, I guess. Okay. Huh? That's a good fit for him. Yeah, he was the defensive coordinator, and uh, he is now the head coach, which, you know what, give Lovey his due. It wasn't – Lovey got fired or got a raw deal in Chicago. He probably oh, deserved – he, he gets another chance here in Houston to do his thing. Um, I, I – Prayfully, he can. Deshaun has no no decision to play in 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 Houston at all. He doesn't want to. So, but Lovey's a damn good coach, and he can get the best out of his players, in my opinion. Um. Also, I really want to say this really quickly. After the whole Brian Flores thing, and I think you've heard about this too, Kenny, that the civil rights leader sat down with Roger Goodall and stated that, "Hey, listen, maybe you motherfuckers should get rid of the Roni rule or do something to adjust it." Or make it meaningful. Right. The very Roger Goodell said, yeah, we should. We should get rid of that. We should do something different. Let's help you guys help us come up with something. So let's see what happens. Roger Goodell, I mean, my favorite clown, to say to speak. Um, (laughs) It's like my favorite fucking circus clown. Um, But I think it's high time. Um that there are more diverse men at the helm um, because I'm going to say this and we just going to drive off in sunset. The Miami mm-hmm. Dolphins head coach two years ago was an alcoholic in three DUIs and we, and we've still made him a head coach. And these men who I know there's somewhere, there's a damn good black coach, Spanish one, something that may have had some struggles too. But all you saw was his color. Speaking of failed Miami coaches, oh, <laughs> same thing. Al Golden, Al Golden just got hired as the head coach of the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. So, I mean, there you go. Yeah, that's true too, never. And he was a goddamn train wreck. So, but that's you get what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I get exactly what you're saying. I'm agreeing with you. So, with that, <laughs> go figures. I just wanted to mention that. 
about our one there's one one black quarterback in the in the notion. Um but yeah, for me, uh we're getting ready for all star break in the NBA. Um I posted this last weekend, week, right? Yes, this yeah. weekend. I posted also really quickly, I posted that the first black woman in five hundred freestyle in the Winter Olympics. I want to say it again, I am not watching. I have no desire to watch. This struck me in her name. Let me get back to it because I have it. It is there. She is. Her name is God damn it, Erin Jackson. She's the first black woman in Olympic history to medal in the gold 500 meter speed skating. I'll tell y'all again. Okay. I, uh, I, 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 I don't know. I'm excited. That's 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 new. And um, another um, woman of color, one second behind her, but she was from Canada. But still, um, when any person of color um, does something well, especially <laughs> doing Black History Month, my favorite line is, I'm rooting for everybody that's Black. Okay. Sue <laughs> me, I'm rooting for everybody that's Black. Do what you do. Get, get in how you live. Um, but yeah. Um, we have come to an end of football season. You're kind of sad about, um, but, yeah, but it's going to be a, it's going to be all kinds of off season hijinks to talk about. So exactly, we 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 have we have. So I'm excited. Um, of course, my Saints have some new things going on. The draft is coming up. Which Kenny, have we decided? I think Allison wants to do another live session with us if we can. So that'll be fun. So let's yeah, try to make that. We're trying to make that happen. Um, but also, we basketball season is getting ready to come up and playoffs. Uh, mid, this is midseason, so definitely we will see what happens there, which that's going to get real goddamn interesting, especially with the Lakers going downhill as fast as they uh, show up. <laughs> I mean, honestly, at this point, they're really not even a consideration in the West. No, they're not. They're the ninth spot. They're, and the Pelicans are on the come up, which I'm proud of. They're, they got C.J. McCollum. And the one thing I love about C.J. is he honest. And he was like, I wanted to be in New Orleans. Um I love CJ McCollum. Um, but also, um, what else do we have coming up? Baseball season still at lockout, so we don't have much to talk about there. <laughs> We're just running down the list of folks in baseball are still mad. I guess everybody's mad I'm with mad. each other. Yeah. I'm mad, I'm but mad you know what though? We we did see this coming a year ago, though. We talked about yeah, this last year. We did. We did see this come. The writing was definitely on the wall like this in the show, bitch. It just the nothing much the fuck we could do about it. But they better the Atlanta Braves better give my baby sign as I'm gonna have a nervous fucking breakdown. Uh well, at the very least the Braves get the state championship for longer. I mean, but this ain't right? the first, but we're we're old enough to remember the last lockout. So Yeah, it was it lasted a good long fucking time. Mm-hmm. It lasted a minute. Um, it, was, remember, it was in the middle of the steroid era, remember, because everybody was on like yeah, this. Uh, on, on that. I remember that. On, on, yeah, they were on track to beat Roger Maris's record. That year. I think it was like Sammy Sosa, right. McGuire, and Barry Bonds were, were all on track to beat them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, also in other news, it is almost time, and we need to get your friend back on. It is almost time for March Madness. Oh, Micah, Mike is down. Down, it's like he's ready. So I just want to bring that out to the to the to the people who like our college and stuff. I do too because my LSU boys and girls are doing a great job. But it's almost time for March Madness, which leads we get some some good in depth talk from Mike. You said I, I think I remember his name. Mike, um, yeah. We get some in depth talk from him. Um, 
Which Mike is, also is my great. drinking. Uh, Mike is my my drinking degenerate gambling friend, but he is a sweetheart. So we always love new folks, um, uh, ma'am. Um, I've also wanted to let everyone know, including Casey. You are so welcome. Casey did get his thing. He will post. He got it today. Oh, yes, I was delayed. Okay. I'm old. I'm old. I was good. delayed. I have shit to do. Uh, but he received it today, and he will post, and I will get that up as soon as possible. Um, awesome. I will get that up. Um, but the basic, do we have anything else? I'm trying to think. Uh, coming up, well, you know, this is uh, uh, before we start season four, there may be some big things to come as we possibly figure out a new medium to reach y'all. But come on, you do. Huh? I said maybe YouTube. Who knows? Who knows? I was trying to. I was trying to make it a teaser, but you know, you. I said you maybe. Who knows, girl? <laughs> <laughs> but we also, like I said, we will. We will be. Uh, we will be together Memorial Day weekend. So look for that before around. It probably during around season four. It'll be Memorial Day weekend. We will be together in the middle of an ocean in the middle of Mexico. I'm going to pray for us, not them. Pray for us. Uh, okay. Twisted. Twisted. Pray for, us. Pray for them. It's gonna, we're going to be turned up, but we will show who that rises up. All the ends and out. Of- out. Everybody, by the way, everybody, letting, everybody better be ready, banana hammock in hand, because I want to turn that boat out. Yeah. Oh, bitch, it's going down. It's going down. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> It is I would walk in here and be like, the homosexuals are here. Get I'll into it. So, <laughs> for everybody that's listening, Memorial Day weekend. So this past December, I gave my husband a um, birthday cruise. But thanks to scheduling and people have careers and lives and just anything going on, we all decided that it would be best to push it back, which is perfectly fine by me. I was okay with Um we will be heading out of New Orleans, Louisiana, Memorial Day weekend on a Thursday, Friday, four-day cruise to two days at sea, which turns into a lot of casino, gambling, drinking, and cussing. <laughs> <laughs> like Brown said, like Mr. Brown said on Medea, honey, there are a lot of drinking, cussing, and gambling. So let's get ready to happen. Yep. Because uh, let me just say to y'all, I remember when I went on my birthday cruise with my good sister and those that were just with my sister, just that's all I'm saying. Um, <laughs> our day that sea bitch was lit like my Christmas tree, your Christmas tree, baby, from here across the United States. And <laughs> between 15 drinks, I don't know who they were just giving me extra drinks because the bitch got tired of counting. I don't know, ma'am, how many I got left. Well, sir, it's at the bottom of your seat. Don't talk crazy to me. That is rude. Right. Um, <laughs> because they, but no, because they market it as unlimited. But that bitch definitely told me, they looked at me and said, Well, you ran out of drinks for the day. <laughs> <laughs> well, what the fuck do you mean? <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do for the next three hours? <laughs> right. What the fuck am I supposed to do for the next? That is rude, sir. <laughs> and then I do remember my dear sister say, "Was my card on file?" They say, "Yeah, well, use that one." <laughs> I said, <"Bitch." laughs> "We use that one." And then sure oh. enough, come six a.m. Monday morning, something the next morning. I mean, the the best part about that is we when we get to Mexico, we're there early. So when we get back on the ship. Um, we have 15 drinks to go by from five until six. And let me just say the best part about our trip is us together more first and foremost, but our club nights are so the best. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Our club nights oh, are so yeah. the best. 
And they know the games are in the building. You know, we we made friends with that girl that was DJ, and I think she was from Australia. Baby, did she turn it out for us, or did she turn right, it out for us? Right, and then she started taking requests. It was all it was, child. It was a mess. We were litty. Right. Like <laughs> you, goddamn gayly. By the time Monday did roll around, the time you homosexual to go home now. Thank you. <laughs> well, didn't everybody on the boat knew who we were before we left? By the time we got off, honey. <laughs> By the time we got off the boat Monday morning, we had friends in high places, honey. <laughs> we really did. <laughs> Y'all come back and see us, okay? <laughs> Not too soon. You bitches made us tired. Oh, Lord. Good times. But, yeah, so we will be on a boat Memorial Day weekend. Um, trust and believe you. Will, there will be pictures. There will be fun. A lot of ass shaking, a lot of drinking. So be ready. Um it's 15 homosexuals, and I do mean homosexuals. Each and every last one of them. <laughs> we are family like a giant tree and olive branches, bitches. Um, okay. <laughs> so look forward to that. Um, are we on hiatus next week or no? I think we're going to take... Because um, um, I, I, I believe we're going to conclude season three with this episode. Yes. And then... Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, and then we'll be we'll bring back. back season four with March Madness and things of that nature. So we yeah. will be back after Mardi Gras for me, which is March first. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so be that as it may, um, just so you know, the Queen of New Orleans' her birthday is February the twenty second. You guys feel free to send a birthday cake message. Add a cash app tip to it. We grab just kidding. I'm kidding. Um, I am so blessed. Uh, I'm just kidding. (laughs) First and foremost, as I tell everyone during my birthday, more importantly, after the bout that I have, I'm just blessed to be here and and do the shit that I do with my sister on the other end. And even the life that I have here in New Orleans, trust and believe I am blessed. Um, I will be 43 fly diva, honey. (laughs) Fly diva, honey. But we are truly blessed in what we do. Um, overall, listeners, uh, I didn't, I was going to, I thought it was next week that we're ending this, but I'll do it this week. Overall, listeners, every week, we range between 300 and 370 listeners. That's a lot to us, um, considering what we've done and how we've done it. We plan to reach more of you next season. Um, but wow, 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 and wow. <laughs> uh, um, what started off as just a a simple idea of let's just talk shit about sports and see if people are interested has actually mm-hmm. I've been humbled by the reception. I love when people interact with us with the listener questions. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I, I, I if there's if, if there's any podcast that you listen to, just know that we truly appreciate it. For it's sure. 300 to 370 people a week. Well, you between- know, I also, you know, I had a conversation today with, because uh, they're going to be highlighting our, our little humble podcast here in the local um, gay sports leagues. Uh, and I believe next week they're going to do it. I, it may come out Friday, but I think it might be Monday. But, um, you know, I just talk about how the idea that I had was, when I say our queer slice of sports heaven, like I truly mean it. Mm-hmm. I, I believe that I, I always want to just add a, our voice 
to the sports dialogue because you know we uh, being sports fans and you if you watch ESPN and, and Fox Sports and etc you hear a lot of oh my wife and my wife and my girlfriend and blah 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 and hardy har 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 gotta buy her flowers and stuff and that's great no and, that, and that's great good for right. you you know and, and 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 of course you know it's not about to shout out to some of our queer heroes like um uh god why am i trying to blink right now what's his face from um he i, I know he used to write for the miami herald um Oh, I know you're talking about. I I yeah. you mentioned to him, him me to him before him to me yeah. before. Andrew Gutierrez, no, yeah, yes. Andy Gutierrez, Gutierrez, yes, yeah, Andy Gutierrez, him. Um, you know, like, but him being more a part of the the, for lack of a better term, corporate structure, he's out. But he, his his queerness isn't celebrated. We're here to celebrate queerness and the fact that we love sports. Absolutely. Um, and that's why we say sports for everybody, like including each and every one of us, including each and every one of you, whether you're gay, or you uh, queer, non-binary, trans, lesbian, or even straight, and just just want to be a, and just an ally and just think that we're funniest and, and silly. That's all good with me too. Um but this is just a place for all of us. And, and I'm, I'm really happy to have been able to create it, our little humble slice. I do enjoy it a lot. Yeah, it, and that I second that. Like I said, I, when I looked at the time, the time frame through all of our outlets, um, Spotify, Apple Music, um, Anchor, uh, Tidal, because I know we made it there as well. Uh, we did yeah, we did. I didn't know that either. Right. Somebody told me to listen to us on title. I said, huh? Beyonce, if you ever, ever <laughs> happen to come across us, <laughs> I said, huh? Call me. I'll, I'll, right. do an Ivy Park. I'll do an Ivy Park ad, which is <laughs> right. I'll put on some cute bitch. Um, but to 300 to 370 listeners a week, we, I, I, mm. That that you know, I'm not a I'm not a speechless bitch. I do a lot of cussing to, to be on the safe side. Uh, Is that what you call the safe side? Shut up. I'm about uh, to say that explains a lot about you. I'm a Pisces. You calm the fuck down. <laughs> you come see Dan Wentz. I was trying to have a moment. <laughs> she ruins it each and every time. Uh, just like my damn husband. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, as we draw, do we have a rant for the week? I mean, before I chose one final time, or yeah, actually, I do. All right, huh? Because I wanted to discuss, I wanted to discuss the half bar, uh, the uh, Super Bowl halftime show. Yes. So, gays, it's your turn. It is your turn, homosexuals. Um, and I do believe it is your turn. So we reached the final part of our season three, where we, my final part of the night, which God in heaven knows is, is my favorite. Um, I tell her this when she developed it. Um, and as we draw for the last one of the season, ladies and gentlemen, boys and gays, all things everywhere, Kenny's rant. So I, I I have a couple of comments about this the Super Bowl halftime show. Mary J. Cyrus. Generally, like so, let me start. Yes, of course, Mary J. Blige is my diva, so she can do no wrong in my book. And I thought she looked fabulous. Like she looked great. Oh, wig, bitch. 
Okay, listen. <laughs> and the boots. <laughs> that part. My issue was that what they gave us was it, it was almost a like let me give you a a black caricature of 90s hip-hop but we still need to make sure it's censored so we don't offend the sensibilities of white fragility and if you notice it was it was the most visible and salient with Kendrick Lamar and when he did the song we're gonna be all right Mm -hmm. that that is a protest song that was specifically made talking about police uh, police brutality and 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 the issues surrounding George Floyd and and those situations that you know we're all very much aware of um, in this country at this point. Yet they censored all the lyrics to take anything derogatory out of it that addressed those issues, especially in regards to the police. And so for me, it's like, okay, so what's the point? And then you got the nerve to have the only person on the stage able to take a knee was Eminem. (laughs) So it's like, all right, so you don't want the black people to do too much, but you let the only white guy on the stage take a knee. Because he's the one a very long one, children. Right. He's the one that's gonna get the message across. And to that I call bullshit. Like absolute and complete bullshit i was so conflicted because i genuinely enjoyed the performance i thought it was great snoop dogg smoking weed on that staircase before he stepped up gave me my life <laughs> like, <laughs> listen <laughs> so pause for a second right there they told snoop before the show that you couldn't smoke weed you did you couldn't wear the blue because of the gangs and crypt um Snoop said, okay, watch this. Bam. There you right. have it. Right. Let me just say, Uncle Snoop, you are my fucking hero. You have been for some time. Yo, two-step and throwing up the seat. Like, I'm not part of a gang. That is not, I am a lady, honey, is what I do. But Snoop gave me everything. And let me say this really quickly, that those people that they say that had no energy, it didn't. The Super Bowl halftime show, and I put it the best way my husband said it, they understood the assignment. You were in L.A. The 90s were hip-hop. It was what it was. Mary J. Blige in the 90s was the queen of hip-hop. She still is to me. She still is the queen of hip-hop. Dre. The queen of hip-hop soul. Right. Dre. Snoop. That was the chronic. Today was, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Eminem, don't get it twisted. That man did, he was LA too. But you have to understand, those niggas don't do choreographed dancing. They had, and 50 Cent looked like a whole dollar, but I'm, well, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Word right out of my mouth because I saw him hanging upside down and I was like, ooh, if you fall. <laughs> so, look, and in my way, I get your big ass down. Um, <laughs> But the 90s also had, and this is no disrespect to women, they had video hoes. Guess what this halftime show had? Heaps of video hoes. Heaps of them. All right, so I don't want to hear shit about that when you got, like, cheerleaders on each sideline. I, I don't care. I don't care nothing about that. Like, but, anybody that complains about that, 
And Mary J. Blige is fifth. They they not twenty two. They can't jump around the stage and do cartwheels and shit. The part that got me the most was Dr. Dre playing on a motherfucking piano. Nothing that got me too. That got me too. That got me too. I was like, okay, all right, I'm here for it. All but, right, Dad, okay, do your thing. Mary J. Blige literally like literally flopped back on her back and was like, I'm okay. <laughs> that part. It was, it was, it was genuinely, it was a good show. It was very nostalgic. I said, like I said, I gave you the only issue that I had, but I could say, I could, I will say this Snoop Dogg up there living his best life, like with the smile and this, the joy that was clearly on his face was priceless. Uh, you can literally tell that that performance meant something to him. Absolutely, because he knows it'll nor- never happen again. Well, it's not even that. It's just imagine, like, you know, we, like a lot of, because since he's been around, a lot, a lot of people are just used to him being famous. But you got to remember, like Snoop Dogg, the stuff that he's rapping about, especially in his older albums, like he lived it. Murder was the case that they gave me. Like, the, <laughs> those are things that he's seen. Like, in in those days, like in, in Long Beach, in, in in Compton, like that's not some made up stuff. He's not Drake. <laughs> he was actually been there and done that. Yeah. And so to think about how hard that he's probably worked coming from where he's come from to be on such a huge platform after all these years in his home, in the city that he's from. Like that had to have been an incredible experience, and I'm just so happy for him. And it, and it showed. It just like it was joy. It was just like pure, un uh, just untethered, just joy and him being in the moment. And that that was that is was the part that I absolutely adored. Mm-hmm. So I was all with it, and then I've watched it like three or four times on YouTube. I was quite excited for it. You know, there was some hateration in the dancery, bitch, and I was here for all for it. <laughs> I'm understood that, honey. Uh, trust I, was I, did. I was surprised she did. I was surprised she uh, Mary J. Blige no more drama. Yeah, I was. Mary said she needs something surprised. to pump up the crowd, honey. She needs something to do. Um, well, I, mean, I knew she would do something. Some, I know she'd do one of her, like, her ballad like songs. I just didn't, I wasn't expecting. I was hoping that she would do something from our older stuff. Like, Oh like yeah. Sweet, like real like love and or real yeah. love or something like that. But yeah, but I mean, but you know, no more drama's not a bad choice either. Like it was, it was, no. it, was, it, was it was, it was very entertaining, but I know she was going to do, uh, uh, you know, um, Let's get Yeah, I know she was going to do that because that's one of, just one of her bops that everybody likes, you know. So, so I was waiting on that one. Um, so big ups to y'all. Now, I don't give a fuck what nobody said. It took me home. Um, so, <laughs> God, I, this is good. This is not sad. This is just see you guys in two weeks. <laughs> see, see what? you, see you, hoes in two weeks, um, Gaze. That was for you. Uh, <laughs> with, with more, more love, more sports, more us. Uh, probably some good information to be held. The f- basketball will be back in full swing. Um, but. We have come to a conclusion of another fabulous episode. You know, I do take pride when I do that. Uh, homosexuals, it makes me very happy when I do that. Um, it's your thing now. It's, it's, that's it's my shit, honey. Like, like, <laughs> like the old people, that's my shit, honey. Uh, 
<laughs> and from myself and my dear sister, Kenny, there's nothing but great love to all of you. Uh, we've said it many, many times in this episode, but it is our season finale. Um, you bitches come back and see us. Listen to some more of our g- giggle and gabble. Go hit repeat on some of the shit you've already listened to. Um, get you a little taste off, but we will be back in two weeks. Um, well, like I said, with more shits, giggles, gays, laughs, and most of all, us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> most of all, <laughs> us. Um, but in the meantime, for some reason, I, y'all seem to like it, like listen to us talk. So hey, whatever. Hey, that's what we gonna keep on doing. As long as y'all listen, we keep talking. Um, <laughs> I will, I will definitely continue with my twenty-eight days of history. It is, it makes me happy to do so because I get to learn a lot sometimes, um, and I get to post it, and so do you, ho. So. Congratulations! You got a few more days of it. Uh, is, there, is there is there a color story or something we going for with this cruise? There are things, Mom, but don't get twisted. Okay, all right, more to come. There, there. are things, right. woman. <laughs> we will punch it. There are things, honey. Um, but we will be back. We will see you soon. And as I always say, and God knows no, no, I no, say no, it, give us, like, give us, like, give us, give us. Like, we need to. Uh, the uh the um social media information because oh, I want everybody to keep that it touch even though we may be going hell, for two weeks. Anyway, <laughs> you guys know where to find us on the Instagram at who underscore dat rises up. On the Facebook at Kenny Glenn at Who That Rises Up, trust and believe. You guys know where to find us. Our pictures are coming. You guys know what we look like now. Two pretty motherfuckers on t- on on Instagram. <laughs> um, <laughs> but most importantly, keep your fan questions coming. As I said again, we'll be gone for two weeks, but we will def. I will compile them. Um, I will get K- Casey. I'll get your picture back up. I promise. As soon as you get it to me or get it, well, I'll see it faster than she will. Um, definitely, I'll do that. And like I said, see you homosexuals and straight folks in two weeks. <laughs> uh, makes me happy. Um, but we love you. And like I say, each and every time, and I do mean this, and we mean this from the bottom of our hearts, sports is for everyone, including you. Good night, everybody. Bye, everyone. Love.